G'day, Was here. I've got a little game to play with you. I want you to think of a number between 1 and 20 million. And after the intro, I'll explain why. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell. Talking business ownership, the nuts and bolts and everything in between. How'd you go? Welcome to the Tradies Business Show. Great to have you with me for another episode. What was your number? Was it 5 or 27? Did you pick 17 million? 17 million is how many people in Australia are on Facebook every day. Once a day, 17 million people on Facebook. You might have guessed that we're talking about Facebook today. And uh, more than that, social media and online marketing. And I am far from an expert <laughs> on those topics, although I do absolutely believe not just in the benefits of it, but in the need for you as a business owner to embrace social media and marketing on social media. Because guess what? Your customers are on Facebook, even if you hate the thing and I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with Facebook. I go through phases with the good old stalk book. Um, I do spend a bit of time on there. It's very good for my business. raises my profile. It's part of my branding. But I hate the way I'm so bloody addicted to it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, sometimes I'll, uh, I'll ignore the old Facebook for a while and I'll limit my exposure and then I find myself creeping back onto it. But the thing is, even if you're not a Facebook user and you think it's a crock, guess what? Your customers are on there. The uh, the statistics show that your customers are on Facebook. So rather than me uh, talk about it in a way that's not really that helpful because I don't know uh, everything about it, I thought I'd get an expert on the show, which is what I tend to do. And um, today's guest is, uh, is a guy that I've known of for about the last 10 years. Um, he's a former carpenter that... Uh, Got into online businesses, which is a bit different, a bit of a different progression, and um, and he's had quite a bit of success with his online businesses, and now he's actually uh, created an agency to share what he's learned with marketing online businesses with tradies. Um, so he's going back to his roots, which is good to see. Uh, so strap yourself in. He's um, he's got a little uh, freebie for you. So if you listen to the end of the episode. We'll give you the details on how to grab that, and it'll help you get started with your social media marketing. But um, great chat with Ronnie McKenzie from Five Ways Social, um, all things Facebook, and why you can't afford not to be on there anymore. So uh, 17 million people. Wouldn't you like a slice of that business? Okay, so joining me today on the Tradies Business Show is a bloke that I've known for a while. Uh, I don't know, if, I, I suppose I'd call him a mate. There's that whole mates and friends thing. I don't really have any friends. I've got lots of mates, though. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Ronnie McKenzie from Five Ways Social joins me on the show today. Mate, welcome. Thanks, mate. How are you? Awesome, awesome. We're getting... Uh, a Queensland deluge here at the moment. So if you can hear the rain in the background, it's absolutely tipping down. Uh, so the the lawn will need mowing in about ten minutes time, mate. Oh, I hear. Why was that last week? And it's already a foot tall. <laughs> you lose the kids in it. Yeah, that's right. So, mate, uh, give the listeners a bit of a rundown on who you are. Um, I guess maybe even how we've come to know each other. A bit about your background and. And then we'll uh, jump into what we really want to talk about today, Ronnie. Yeah, no worries. Well, um, Five Ways Social came off the back of um, about six years of me spending online, running Facebook ads uh, for my own businesses. I'm a carpenter by trade and um, I'd always had this niggling over the past five years or six years, whatever, I, whatever it's been, that I should be doing it for local businesses. And uh, it sort of felt like a natural fit to go back to home improvements or the construction industry and to help them online. Because in Australia, <laughs> the, the tradies suck. So um, at social media, not at what they do. <laughs> yeah, I was going to uh, say, mate, you just lost yeah. all of our listeners, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Come back. Um, but, yeah, it, 
it's just one of those things like, you know, when you're on the tools, you sort of, you don't have much time to even have a look at that admin side of things. So to try and pick up something else like social media marketing when you're so busy already, it's one of those things that uh, people sort of put on the back burner. So there's just so much upside there. I thought, yeah, it's just a natural fit, I guess, for me to, to come into that area. So, yeah, cool. Um, so, and um, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to jump in. You, you, um, you're a carpenter by trade. Yes. And you've spent how many years with online businesses and, and mucking around with computers, mate? Yeah, so I was in the construction industry for seven years. Um, and then the GFC came through and it sort of took the wind out of my sails. Um, so I had to quickly find another job and while I was at another job, I sort of, um, I wanted to get into custom home theater construction and, and built that out and realized very quickly that it was going to cost a heck of a lot of money to get into, mm-hmm. um, purely because of those high end systems and whatever. Um, but I just didn't want to go back on the tools, even though I managed to get back there for another 12 months. But, um, my dad passed away in 2010 and, um, I'd also had my firstborn son and I was leaving home um, in the dark, getting home in the dark and wasn't getting to see him much. And uh, I wanted to get online because I was like, you know, dad died at 68. So my feeling is I'm here for a short time. So I want to spend as much time as possible with the family. Um, And that's when I decided to do the online thing purely because I knew the opportunities that were in it. Um, and just wanted to make it um, my sole goal to, to unlock them so I could have that time with the family. So 2010 is when I started online. Cool, mate. And what did that look like, Ronnie? Uh, yeah, the, the business, the website was called Bambino Brands. It's when I first met you boys at, um, in the coaching. Um, I came in because I wanted to get it structured properly from the get-go because I had you know, I wanted to take on the world and wanted to scale super quick. So I got the fundamentals in place after seeing you boys and um, that crush like, did really well for the, the 18 months. Um, I just wasn't smart enough in putting in or on other staff and getting that help that I needed. So I, I sort of burnt out pretty quick. But um, it led into social media management. So, uh, you know, looking after people's business pages, um, and then into website development, and then I sort of got more into um, apparel sales and e-commerce where it really took off. So sort of a, you know, I've, it's been a heck of a journey over those past few years, but it's always seemed to lead back to the same sort of thing, and that's, um, you know, just making the online um, thing work, I guess. So, mate, it's it's been fascinating to see uh, your um, evolution, I guess, with you know getting into that online business and then through some of your more recent ventures and now uh, Five Ways Social that we'll talk about a bit more. But, uh, mate, how's it different? I mean, obviously it's different. It's a stupid question. But um, a lot of people say business is business, but I feel like... <laughs> Carpentry and, uh, you know, running an online e-commerce store, probably a little bit different, mate. What would you, <laughs> what are your yeah, thoughts on that? Um, it's interesting, I guess. I, I'm probably that, that age where I grew up with such a massive change through technology, um, you know, pre-internet dial-up, then, you know, uh, broadband and now NBN and whatever. Um, it's sort of like that progression, I guess. Like I, I was never technology illiterate. Um, and I remember in 95 <clears throat> when we got our first computer and the dial-up connection, I said to my brother, I was like, mate, if we can make $1 from everybody that signs into this internet, we're going to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sort of that thinking, even from way back then, that I always wanted to do something online. Um, and, yeah, just the the whole niggle in the back of my head where I wasn't seeing family. So it just pushed me in that direction. And, you know, when you're 
interested in something and you want to make it work, you, you get in there and do it. So, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. So, what's what's uh, some of the products you've sold, mate? Are you allowed to disclose that, Ronnie? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, one of those websites, is it, mate? I don't know. I haven't dabbled in that area because Facebook <laughs> doesn't take too kindly to the um, the adult toy market. Apparently, there's a lot of money in it, mate. I don't know. I've, I've uh... <laughs> well, there is, but it's two different worlds. So you've got the um, the SEO guys or the affiliate marketers that purely made all their money through Google um, and AdWords and just building websites that um, came up through the ranks there. I came on a little bit later, where it's basically just running ads through Facebook. And um, you know, some of the products I've I started out, I guess, with T-shirts. Uh, just coming up with funny sayings. Um, <laughs> one of the funniest ones that I always seem to remember is um, one for 10-pin bowling, which is my mind's in the gutter but my balls aren't. It's, um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's coming up with those sorts of um, those sayings that really connected with people, I guess, and we could – we could niche right down. So we could, like, with a bowling shirt, we'd target the PBA over in America and yeah. um, uh, Roto Grip. Like, it's it's nuts what you can actually get a hold of. Um, but, yeah, um, jewellery, like 3D custom jewellery, um, using different niche elements, like, you know, a motorcycle on top of a, a crucifix for people who, like, who are Christian who like to ride. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just... Anything unique, I guess. Like the jewelry was really where I found enjoyment, I guess, because it was unique. Um, there's a, a bit more money in it than a t-shirt. Yep. Um, but my re- most recent success in e-commerce was, was custom printed sneakers. So <laughs> these things were basically design you could come up with. If you wanted a dirt bike on there, you could get it printed on these sneakers. Um, so again, just coming up with um, designs um, that sold, and every like the process behind everything. So, you know, you'd probably launch at least ten different designs each day, um, and run these ads to it. And if they sold, they sold. If they didn't, you'd cut and run on to the next thing. So, mm. um, lots of moving parts, yeah, but that, not a lot. The sneakers, <laughs> uh, those sneakers I've seen of yours, mate, uh, they're pretty rad. You see, it's another unique product, and that's um, one of the things with Facebook is you've always got to be on the front foot, I guess, and finding out what the product is or what the style of ads um, to use to sell. Like, it's just um, the more you think about it, the more the deeper it gets. But um, one of the funniest things I see, and sometimes the most frustrating, is that people who know nothing about ads They'll they'll put an ad up and they'll make stupid money um, very quickly without mm. knowing much about it, other than the fact that you know if a chippy jumped on there, he'd go, well, "I want to build a house for somebody," um, or, or "build a deck." He might type in home improvement or um, you know hardwood timber or something just random, yep. and then um, he starts getting the leads coming in, and he's got decks lined up for days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, mate, uh, I guess that's a good opportunity for us to perhaps segue into your uh, your latest direction. And, yeah. um, you know, you've been doing this stuff for yourself now for, well, what are we now, 2017, mate? So about uh, seven, seven years solid? Yeah, see, I can't even keep up with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, you know, being a tradie at heart and having that background, mate, um, you're now working specifically with tradies on their social media. Something that I find, Ronnie, is that it's an area that seems to baffle a lot of tradespeople uh, in business. Is and and I think hard for them to get it right and to cut through a bit of the the fluff that's out there because it's a pretty like there's a lot of players out there in this market space and there's a lot of different channels and a lot of different ways that you could use it. What's some of the things that I guess you've learned and coming from that trade background that you see people getting wrong with their social media. Uh, in Australia, like, it's not just tradies either. Like we're, We have a very slow adoption rate for this kind of technology. Like If you go to the States, especially in the, on the Western Eastern sides, like where 
you know, the, the technology companies are, it's people just take it up so fast. And I, I don't know what it is, um, but Australians, they seem to hang back a little bit um, when it comes to that because it it is quite a learning curve. Um, and the other thing is, is like, if you're a builder or, or what have you, like you're you're so busy doing your quotes and um, you know doing your traditional marketing efforts and like radio stuff. Like um, this is probably a little bit off on a tangent, but one of the things I'm noticing at the moment is most websites, even for like I've, I've been focusing primarily on pool builders at the moment, and just the amount of people that are advertising on the radio. Um, which is, you know, the traditional outbound marketing. And there's no real quantifiable way to track that. Um, but what Facebook allows you to do on the back of that is if you're promoting your website, you need the Facebook pixel installed on your, on your site. So what happens is anybody that comes through off the radio, um, Facebook tracks them. Whether you're not, you're running ads right now, it's going to use that data when you do go to run those ads. And you can retarget these people that heard you on the radio with different offers or, um, you know, keep that top of mind. And it's so much cheaper than getting that airtime, you know. So, mm. um, And then you build lookalikes off those audiences too. So as soon as you've got 20 people that have hit your site, you can you can start retargeting them. When you've got a couple of hundred, you can build lookalikes off them, which basically means Facebook goes in and finds all the similarities between those people um, and builds bigger audiences out of them for you to market to. So, it, you know, when I speak like this, a lot of it's going to go over people's heads and go, what the hell is a pixel? Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's it's not really that confusing, but it is one of those things that why the heck would you want to go and learn it when you've got um, 16 hours of your day already spent doing something else? So it's... Um, that's why I thought, you know, helping out the tradies in this area would be beneficial because, you know, they, they might be working 16 hours now, <laughs> get on to Facebook, they'll be working 32 hours a day. Yeah, it's yeah, just, exactly. Um, you know, and the other thing is, is like there's 17 million active users on Facebook in Australia now. Um, and that means that people are logging in at least once every day. Um, and, and three quarters of it, I think, what people were spending – um, multiple hours each day online. Um, and, you know, it, it's such a, an engaging platform and it's built on being engaging, right? Yeah. And for Facebook, first and foremost is user experience. So they don't, Facebook, ha- like, they hate um, marketers, you know, advertising people because they, they only use it as a, a means to make revenue. So when they, like Mark Zuckerberg, he's the one, like I've read stories and whatever where he's, he just, his eyes glaze over as soon as advertising starts being spoken about. But what they're doing is trying to make it as engaging as possible so these people don't leave. So what that means is every ad that we put up, so long as it's engaging, it's going to um, work really well with Facebook. So... With that engagement, it just means there's a longer hang time for people online. So when your ad's being seen, you know that people are engaged. Um, it's just it, it's phenomenal the amount of data that um, Facebook has on each individual. I, I saw a, a harvest a harvest map, a data harvest map the other day, just showing you all the different touch points that Facebook knows about people. You know, like the. Uh, if you speak about something on the Messenger app or, you know, in an email or something and you start noticing that you're being retargeted by these things, that's not coincidence. That's that's Facebook um, being able to take those little data points. So if you're saying um, that you need a shed built or, um, or your fence or, or what have you and somebody's targeting um, somebody that wants a fence, it's, it's, you're going to be hit with that ad saying, so. It's it's fascinating. It's almost scary, but um, I keep liking it too. Like why like why be worried about it? Because they're not doing it on a personal um, level to attack you or to use that data in any um, criminal way. I guess it's purely to make 
your time on Facebook that much more enjoyable and more relevant to you. So it's you know, in a way, it's trying to help you. It's one of the areas that I <clears throat> I get resistance from people around is you know there's this love hate relationship with Facebook, and I think. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people don't realize they love Facebook or that they're addicted to it or something. Um, yeah. But often they bring up this whole uh, Big Brother scenario and, ah, oh, the bastards are watching everything and I'm not going to use this, that, and the other and I don't spend time on it, so neither do my customers. And there's <laughs> there's a lot of that sort of, I guess, negativity gets in the way of the fact that, you know, mankind keeps progressing and... I don't see too many people getting around saying, oh, these bloody cars, you know, what's wrong with a horse? Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, we should just all go back to riding horses. Yeah. So I'm but sure that happened when they when the first cars started screaming around. But, you know, ultimately we've got to accept the fact that people are on this platform and those people are our customers. Oh, that's right. What's, what's 17 million? That's like three quarters. And you can guarantee it's like the... Uh, the other quarters made up of the husband and wife Facebook accounts and farmers out in the in the outback, right? So um, everyone that's anyone, like I've got friends that tried to resist for years and they did a damn good job, um, but they're on there now. And, and Big Brother, you know, they're, they're very big on privacy. Like you'll see all the time um, different issues where the FBI is trying to get access to messages or stuff even on terrorists and, and facebook won't let them in because they know if uh, they give away that information it, it opens all um you know everybody can then come in and be not well audited but targeted like and spied on by the big governments it's like um i don't know you know if they're the conversations are being tracked in terms of you know trying to pick up whether or not someone's going to assassinate somebody else and stuff like that but um for the most part it's it's purely the the privacy if you call it infringed upon even though you're agreeing to the fact that facebook is going to market to you um they're, they're doing it for advertising and it's it's purely for revenue so yeah Yep. And it is profitable. And the thing is, it's like there's 2.2 billion active users, um, 2.2 billion active users in the world on Facebook. It's just, it's at a, you, you can't, um, whether you love it or hate it, you can't ignore it. It's, um, <laughs> We're kind of screwed, know, mate. We, we got it whether we like it or not. That's right. It, it's, it's, it's taken like over um, TV. Like the, if you're marketing on TV now, you'd have to be you have to have rocks in your head. Um, particularly when there's people out here, and the agencies are, you know, they're everywhere now as well. With like helping businesses run their marketing because it is a lucrative business, and you know, while um, the agencies charge a lot, ultimately they can only do that because they can bring in such big revenues. And the way they're doing that is because the targeting is so granular. So, yeah. and that's uh, that's one of the fantastic things about it. if if we put the uh, the negativity aside, and I guess you know a little to put a bow on that, I've got to say that we're surrounded by it. It's like complaining about the rain; it's <laughs> going to keep happening, right? So, yeah. this Facebook thing isn't going away like the Internet of Things. You know, back in the 90s when that first sort of emerged and, uh, you know, the, the big fanfare around it, I know I was thinking, what is this this worldwide web bullshit? Like, <laughs> that'll never take off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and look at us now, you know, sort of 20-odd years later. It's like we can't live without it. I'm, I'm running on a mobile broadband device while I wait for... Uh, a particular telecommunications company in Australia to stop bending me over um, and connect my freaking NBN. But, uh, like, if that goes down, I'm stuffed. Well, I mean, we couldn't be doing this interview, mate. You're, you're like, three hours' drive away from me. That's right. I don't know the last time I was without the internet, to be honest. <laughs> I've, I've made a habit of somehow being connected, you know, whether it's been by the phone. And for the most part, the telcos in Australia, despite how much they like to bend you over, <laughs> it's pretty reliable. 
um, even though it's slow. Like you go over San Fran, I was there last September, and their internet speeds are ludicrous. Like, you know, I think I'm getting 65 megabits a second here. I think it was over a terabyte we had in, in the office in San Fran. A terabyte wow. a second. Like that data, like my computer doesn't even have that much data on it. <laughs> it's insane. So, um, you know, and it's only getting bigger and better. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I complain about uh, my customer experience, but as far as the actual <laughs> infrastructure, <clears throat> the infrastructure goes, and what we have access to, given the size of our country and our tiny population, uh, yeah, like, like the whole of Australia's population is is about the same as Jakarta in Indonesia, <laughs> um, in one city in Indonesia. So you know, for us to have choice across multiple networks and have you know pretty good coverage most of the time, we do all right. But yeah, uh, anyway, that aside, mate, I, I wanted to just back up a little bit and talk about the data. Um, you know, you talked about this sort of data harvesting and and the granular level of uh, well targeting, but but um, information that we can tailor our advertisements with. Talk to us a bit more about that. Yeah, so on a local level, so you can you can. Um, target within an area of say 50 miles for some reason. Um, they still don't have the metric system for Australia. So you, you'll target Brisbane with a radius of 50 miles or 25 miles, or whatever it is, and you might be targeting everyone that's um, into construction or home improvement or that liked realestate.com.au or that are, you know first home buyers. You know. Um, it's difficult to find that granular data in Australia because our audiences around them are quite small. But once you do get through to them, um, the results yeah, will blow you away. And that's the thing, mate. Like, I, I want to stay with that point for a second. If I run an ad on television or in the yellow pages or the newspaper, heaven forbid you're doing any of those things, um, yeah. and if you are, I hope you've dialed your investment back by about 90%. Uh, or, or just a point on that, that you're measuring your uh, <laughs> your return on investment so accurately that you're still getting a positive outcome dollar for dollar on those mediums, so just to be fair. Uh, but if I advertise in any of those things or on the side of a bus or on my vehicle, anywhere, right, I'm just spraying my message to everybody and anybody in the hope that somebody that I would like to do business with sees my ad, is motivated enough to pick up the telephone or jump on their mobile and call me or send me an email and actually inquire with me versus Facebook and other online platforms, but we'll focus on Facebook and social media for now, you can actually serve your ad up to somebody who specifically fits an audience. Like you were saying, mate, I... I follow realestate.com, I'm between a certain age, I live in a certain geographical location. Jeez, I could even uh, you know, target it based on um, which cars I like. Um, you know, it's, it's quite unbelievable the level of refinement you can put on some of those audiences. Yeah, it's nuts. If you are doing outbound marketing like that, make sure that you do have that Facebook pixel on your site because that's the only way you can get back at these guys unless that bus just happens to be um, driving in front of that guy every day. But it, there's a simple question you can ask yourself. If you had $25,000 or however much, or $2,500, however much it is to run a radio ad, blasting it across um, one of the radio stations on the sunny coast here or somewhere, would you rather spend the $2,500 blasting everyone you know, from school kids to people who have no interest in your offer or to somebody, $2,500 to people who are specifically targeted based on their user um, data points, I guess. So the fact that, you know, if you want, if you're a carpenter wanting to build decks, you can target people who are interested in renovating or the block or um, any of these things, you know, which is going to go further, which is going to be tracked is a big thing because everybody that you target on Facebook is trapped. So if you spend $2,500 and you get, you know, 
25 leads, which is, you know, pretty low, um, how many decks are you going to build off that? You know, what's your conversion rate around that? But you can track that. You know where they've come from. You know what part, what ad um, brought that person in and, ah, it blows my mind. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I've got a client uh, who... Uh, appeared on the show as a guest um, last week, I think it was, um, who have really embraced their online marketing and um, they actually employ a full-time person in their business just to manage their digital marketing and run their Facebook campaigns, produce their, their YouTube videos, track everything to the you know umpteenth level and and they're able to tune their campaigns and turn them off if they're not achieving set targets of return. Exactly. And that's, and that's the key thing is they don't run a Yellow Pages ad and spend five or ten grand and that's it. You're stuck with it for a whole year. Yeah. And if it bombs, it's like, oh, well, it bombs. Yeah, get that money, mate. Yeah. yeah. Whereas with, with uh, social media and in particular Facebook, uh, you know, you can be measuring a campaign hourly. That's right. And, and tracking its performance and go, well, that one's tanked. Let's turn it off and not waste any more money on that. Yeah, and redirect that. Yeah, or or fine tune it and go again and just continue to test that until you you get something that's actually giving you a positive return. That's right. It's look, I could rave about it all day, and, and it's purely based on the fact that you know I've been in and around it for so long now that I know what it can do. But trying to articulate that to people <laughs> and get them to realise that you know. What's the first thing you do with the yellow pages when you get it? It's the most it's the most inconvenient five meter walk I have to do, and that's picking it up off my doorstep and chucking it in the bin. Yeah, yeah. Like I never ever look at that, and I can almost guarantee that anybody um, under forty five would be very similar. Oh like yeah. If you've, a, if you've got a smartphone, like it's so easy to go right um, deck builder. <laughs> and then all mate comes up, top of the search, call, and it's done. Like you don't have to search for the yellow pages because the phone's in your freaking hand. Yeah. You don't have to, um, you know, even search through the freaking book trying to find out which one you want to go with. Yeah, who's all got the, the biggest ad? <laughs> yeah, who's got the biggest ad? Who's got the best reviews? That's the other thing that I have reviews there. On, online, they've got reviews everywhere. Yep. So there's no hiding um being a shitty chippy, you know, so... That's right, that's right. It, it's time to move forward, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've... Uh, I mean, I've been banging on with that message on the show for a few years now, and uh, and we've had a number of guests on to talk about this area, but um, I especially wanted to talk to you, Ronnie, because you you have run those online businesses which are exclusively, you know, they succeed or fail based on how good you get your digital marketing sorted. That's right. Um, like there's, and, there's no hiding. You don't have a shop. You don't have bus ads. There's no newspapers. Right. It's like you either run great campaigns that direct people to your website and they buy, they take an action, yeah. or you're we out know. of business. Yeah, exactly. And it's so reactive like in terms of, um, you know, I have my rules set in place. Like, you know, for those sneakers, if I went $40 down on an ad, that ad would be done or that design would be done and I'd be moving on to the next one. So there's very specific rules that I've followed to make sure to uh, give me the best chance of success. Mm. Um, and it, it served me well. And it's all about your process, I guess, uh, at the end of the day. Like how much, like you said before, 10 grand on a, a yellow pages ad that, that just blows my mind. Like, if you want to spend ten thousand dollars on something that's going to give you barely anything, um, <laughs> there's plenty of other options that would be a lot more enjoyable. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you could go to some of those other websites, perhaps. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. You won't need that sort of money either. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking from experience, there, Ronnie. Yeah, that's right. Hundred bucks a year. Right? <laughs> so, mate. Um, can you give us some of the fundamentals? Let's say someone's listening to this going, okay, I get it, boys. I need to have a crack at this. I'll give it a shot. Uh, before they, they log into their Facebook account and boost a post with a picture of their ute in front of a job, yeah. uh, <laughs> what should they do first, mate? What are some of the fundamental simple steps they need to follow? 
Uh, you'd have to have a business page to start with. Um, it seems a lot of people are going that way more so these days anyway. Um, back in the day, it used to be personal profiles people would use for their businesses, and you just can't work with them with ads. Um, so what you want to be doing is having decent content, um, professional content, so good images. Um, so if you've got a, you know, these smartphones phones can take cracker images now. So if you're at the job site, you know, take a shot of the deck um, that you've built or the frame that you've just put up or um, the kitchen that's just been installed, like something that just looks good. And, you know, you've got Instagram and your filters and whatnot, so just play around with it and then use that to go on there. So it doesn't even have to cost a lot. Um, to, you don't need a professional taking these images. And then ask a question because, um, like I said before, Facebook's built on engagement, so your, your ad's got to be engaging um, and people need to respond to it. So um, one of the things that Facebook's loving at the moment are videos. So... Take, like, do a video walkthrough of a job that you've just finished. If you're um, a builder, you know, if you've got a drone or even just your smartphone, just walk through the house taking a video of all the different, um, you know, the awesome stuff that you've got in that home. People love that. And it's easy to um, whack on, the, uh, on Facebook and then run ads to it. You don't want to boost your posts because that pretty much um, just puts it in anybody's feed. Um, what you you should be doing is actually going into your ads manager and, and building out the ad properly. So targeting the people, you know, people who make between seventy five to one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year um, in a specific age group where you think um, they typically buy. Just finding your target demographic. And every business knows who the um, target buyer is. So um, yeah, it, that's the main thing. So I, I take a video of, uh, you know, a reno underway and um, and I'm ready to, to shove that onto Facebook. Yeah. Um, I think this is where a lot of people get lost is like when you actually go into Ads Manager or Campaign Manager, it's it can be a bit overwhelming. Um, like how does someone deal with that? Should they just outsource it, mate, or muddle their way through it or like what, what are some tips for people depends if you've got the the budget there to outsource um i'm not a fan of doing work so i'll um get as much help as possible, so, typical uh, tradie mate yeah that's right so <laughs> that's why you've got apprentices right but it's like you know i remember the first few months on a job site and going like looking at the plans and going how the heck do you build a house from that and it's the same sort of thinking that I applied to the ads manager and going, okay, cool. So let's start um, with the profiles, which is like, okay, what's this ad? What's the objective that I want from this ad? Do I want people to contact me? Do I want them to um, buy something from me? Whatever it is, right? So you, you select that from the outset. Um, you got brand awareness campaigns and all that sort of stuff too. But, you know, I'll, I'll shoot a quick video of doing it for you that you can post with this um the podcast yeah cool mate. Yeah, that'd be awesome it, it's, it's pretty pretty straightforward once you send it done once or twice you're like right i've got this that's that's easy to say it's um yeah <laughs> watch watch the the screencast that i'll give to you yeah <laughs> it explains everything yeah cool now um something i also it's a bit of a pet hate of mine mate is I see people have a crack at this, and and big ups to them for doing that. Um, but uh, where I see a lot of people fall down is they jump on Facebook, they do a decent ad, um, they target the audience, and then you know I go click your ad, find out more, or um, you know get more info, and I land on your web page home site. <laughs> Good idea or bad idea? Um, no, because you want people um, getting to the objective of what you want with as few steps as possible. So if you're just sending them straight to your, your website, people are going to check out very quickly and the bounce rate is going to be through the roof. You need to, like, whatever your offer is on your ad, you need to be running them to the page that tells them what the offer is and what they need to do. So, you know... Um, 
get this ten thousand dollar upgrade package when you um, sign a contract for a new house this month. Um, click here to find out how. Then that takes you to the landing page that tells you what's in that package and to go, right, hand your details below and we'll be in contact or something like that. Um, but it's got to be relevant, right? So um, people will check out very, very quickly now. So you want to make sure that um, the the call to action is in that top, um, the first screen that they see on the website and they have as much information as, as possible there. Otherwise, you just... Um, Pissing money up the wall, so to speak. Yeah. It's, um, oh, exactly, you know. exactly. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, I see so many people doing that, and it's just this. You know, they run decent campaigns, and and then it just like that last step of having a landing page with, you know, name, email address, and we'll get in touch, just to to grab that person. I mean, it'd be like having a fantastic retail store. And running ads on television and getting people to come along, and there's no staff. Yeah, like you're just not and, there to deal with people. Yeah, and, and I saw one of those ads yesterday, and I actually shot a video for them saying, "Hey, you know, it's pointless what you're doing, um, and it's incredibly time-consuming for anybody to contact you like this." Um, and I just took them on a quick walkthrough of the ad that they should be using and making sure that they've got that pixel installed on their site. First and foremost, that pixel on the website is, you know, that's as important as having a website in this day and age, thanks. even though you can't see it. Thanks for the free audit on my uh, Facebook ad too, by the way, mate. Cool, cool. So, uh, mate, talk to us about Five Way Social. Um I guess, you know, where to find you, but also uh, what sort of services you're offering people and uh, and what you're hoping to achieve with this, mate. Um, well, obviously, it's got to work for me as much as it works for the, the business I'm working with, right? Um, and I've got no interest in working with someone that I can't help. Um, so it's, you know, it's, a, it's much about me finding the right people to work with as it is about... Um, you know, getting the results for them, I guess. So what Five Ways Social was set up for was for builders, anybody in the home, like construction industry or home improvements industry, um, to help them achieve, you know, the extra revenue or unlock that revenue that I know exists online. So first and foremost, it's about me educating them into um, this way of advertising if they haven't um, taken a look themselves. Uh, and freeing up their time, you know, like it doesn't take a heck of a lot of time. It just takes experience and know-how to um, get it done, you know. And there's still things I'm learning within it that, that takes hours upon hours just to go through and you're like, this doesn't, why? So it's in my best interest to get someone that, who's a, an expert in that area to help me with the, the business so I don't have to do it anyway. So, um you know, there's so much opportunity in Australia for local businesses on Facebook. And it, it's it been a bugbear of mine over the past few years, seeing that there's not a lot of uptake of it in Australia. So the landscape there for the people who do want to do it, it's huge. Like the, the upside for them um, right now, considering there's not a lot of competition, is quite large because nobody knows how to market well in Australia. And, um, you know, after I forget how much exactly I've done online, but it's a few million dollars in revenue over the years, US. Um, I built one e-commerce store, launched in April, did over 500,000 US in six months, I think it was. Um, So, you know, there's a lot of management and scaling involved in that. Um, And you learn a thing or two. So there just wasn't any fulfillment, which is why I've come back to helping, you know, local businesses. So mm. I'm not sure if that was the answer you're after. I mean, it's a bit long-winded. No, no, that's good, mate. And and one of the things in there is that it is a changing landscape. So, you know, you mentioned uh, at the top of the, the episode uh, about the fact that tradies are already working usually pretty decent hours um, and working hard and having to keep up with the changes in their own industry. You know, there's 
there's a lot of regulation these days and then they're trying to do sales and marketing and recruitment yeah. and manage their team and everything else and to get their head around something that is often quite different to what they're used to. You know, this online space uh, can be incredibly challenging to master. So, you yeah. know, it's 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 like so many things these days. You're better off outsourcing it to somebody who knows what they're doing. You're going to waste less money and time, get better results straight up, and, uh, you know, not have to con- continually learn how it changes. Geez, I have enough trouble keeping up with podcasting, mate. Um, oh, I have no doubt. You know, and Facebook, <laughs> like, it, it blows my mind how often Facebook's updating. And as soon as you think you have a crack, they'll bloody throw it. You know, a cat amongst the pigeons, and you're you again. You don't know what's going on for the next couple of weeks until you <laughs> sort out. You know, you find the ads that are converting, or you work out what it is that Facebook wants from you. It's just, um, you know, it's hard enough with someone that knows what they're doing, let alone someone that doesn't. But that's not to say that they shouldn't try it themselves. That's for sure. So, yeah, and I uh, suppose a, a point to note on that, mate, is you can limit your uh, your spend on this. Like, it's a cheap place to actually learn um you know you you get your yellow pages wrong and you've dropped 10 grand on an ad and it tanks you've blown 10 grand but with facebook advertising like you can literally set your budget as like eight or ten bucks and um and you know i'm not suggesting that's the ideal way to do it but you could at least dip your toe in the water and start to get familiar with it and realize the power of it and then go off and um, you know get someone like my good friend Ronnie here to uh, to do it properly for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, mate, if you if you had your time again in business, if if you could go back in uh, in the good old time machine, mate, and have a do over, is there anything you'd change or uh, any directions you'd change? Um. Not too much. I think like everything's happened for a reason, believe it or not. Um, it, it's. I think I had to get the experience behind me before I could come back and go, right, boys, I'm, I'm ready to help you in your business and sort of thing. Um, because my biggest problem in the past has been, you know, the e-commerce landscape and um, the sort of stuff that I was selling online. It's very cyclical. So each year you'll go through these ups and downs and, it does your head in because while Christmas might be, you know, absolutely nuts, and that's where you do three quarters of your revenue for the year, um, the rest of the year is so tough. And, um, you know, I had this niggle in the back of my head to help local businesses, but I was like, well, if I can't make it work for me through the year, how am I going to feel when I can't make it work for somebody else? So it was about getting that comp- to a stage with my confidence where I was able to deliver um, my promises um, because I, I've seen personally what Facebook can do for you. Um, you know, it's it's so incredibly powerful. So it's just, yeah, getting that those experience points up so you can go to someone and go, look, you know, if you've got $10,000 to spend each month on advertising, I can help you find the people. Mm. You know, mm. so, and and, and it, you can make that money back so fast. Yeah, and I, I'll uh, I'll reference an episode I did with Nick May from Walls by Design, um, <clears throat> a buddy of mine over in the states. So he's a painter uh, in Denver, and he he gets something like a twelve times return on investment. So for every dollar he spends on Facebook marketing, he's getting twelve dollars roughly back. Yeah, oh, it's insane. I've got a mate here on the coast who. Once he finishes a project, he'll uh, post a photo of it, run an ad to it. And he, he reckons he gets four builds off that, and it seems pretty consistent each time he does it. So you know, this post costs him forty bucks to to run, and he's making hundred thousand dollars off it. It's just insane. Yeah, and so it's yeah. I don't have that, that data to prove it to you, but I one hundred percent believe it. That's for sure. Oh, mate, urban myths are true. <laughs> well, mate, uh, the only reason I do believe it is because the amount of money I've made in stupid, like short amount of times online is just—it's it's absurd. Hey, if it was on Facebook, it must be true, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing a work. <laughs> <laughs> so, mate, uh, if someone's listening to this and they want to find out more about you, perhaps stalk you. 
Uh, what's the best way to do that? Uh, fivewayssocial.com. Um, and I'll obviously I'll put, uh, give you that uh, walkthrough of how to set up an ad properly um, once I get off the call. Um, yep, and I'll put a yeah. link to that in the uh, show notes for this episode. So you can either hit Ronnie at fiveways.social.com and that's uh, the number five is spelled out in letters um, or go to tradiesbusinessshow.com and I'll, uh, I'll pop a link to Ronnie's site and, uh, and also that walkthrough in the show notes as well. Mate, thanks so much for your time today. It's uh, stopped raining here now, so uh, I can stop complaining about the weather. Happy uh, <laughs> <Get your> run. <laughs> I did that at 4 o'clock this morning, mate, so we're all good. Tick that box already. Yeah. <laughs> good work. Well, mate, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Thanks, Warwick. Cheers. Talk soon. So there you go, Ronnie McKenzie from Five Ways Social. Make sure you go to tradiesbusinessshow.com and uh, find the episode there. Uh, grab the uh, the little walkthrough that Ronnie's done. It'll, uh, it'll teach you how to get started. Or you can go to Ronnie's website, fivewayssocial.com, obviously with all the W's at the front, and that's five as in F-I-V-E, ways, W-A-Y-S, social.com hope you got some value out of today's episode uh stay tuned for a little giveaway that i'll be running soon a really cool product um that's hit the market or about to hit the market it'll be sold through uh, major hardware stores and everything in australia and i have got some free ones to give away and you don't have to do that much to get them actually it'll probably involve facebook that'd be a good idea wouldn't it anyway uh stay tuned for that one Um, probably coming up in the next few weeks, next few episodes. But thanks again for listening. Great to have you with me. Hooroo. You've been listening to The Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.